0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.
1: Well, this week the new business continuity grant scheme for the tourism sector opened for applications. And here to tell us more about the scheme is Paul Kelly, the CEO of Falcha Ireland. Paul, start by reminding us about Falcha Ireland and the work that you do.
0: Good morning, Carl. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Folger Ireland is the National Tourism Development Authority. So basically, our, we, we work on behalf of the government uh, under the auspices of the Department of uh, Tourism, Arts, Sports, Media and the Gaeltacht. And uh, we, we're really charged with implementing uh, government policy around trying to grow tourism as much as possible and maximise the, the contribution that tourism can make to Ireland.
1: And since COVID came to our shores back in February of last year, how has Falcha Ireland, been supporting the tourism sector?
0: Yeah, we uh, obviously went uh, when, when COVID hit, tourism stopped overnight. Uh, and, you know, in terms of the way I describe it is that the, the, the impact on, on the tourism sector of COVID was four times the size of the impact of the financial crisis. And, and that crisis took about four years from peak to trough to, to hit, whereas this happened overnight. So it was an absolute, absolutely catastrophic, devastating blow. We we put in place a whole range of supports for the tourism industry. Uh, we immediately formed a, a special industry advisory group uh, that we had uh, representatives from all of the industry uh, sectors, the leaders of the sectors on, on the group. We had uh, the department and, and, uh, and ourselves and our colleagues in Tourism Ireland all on the group. And, and, and out of that, plus uh, we did about twenty-seven research projects last year, uh, talking to thousands of businesses and tens of thousands of people. And, and through all of that, we, we developed a range of supports to help the tourism industry, to help the tourism industry as well as we could. We also, um, and they, they've been accessed those various kind of training and mentoring supports have been accessed uh, five hundred thousand times by both well, by industry. We developed a range of operating guidelines to help people to reopen safely when they could. 11 different guidelines for different sectors and uh, and they've been accessed about 90,000 times. We did uh, the Make a Break for it campaign last summer to try and get uh, domestic tourism going as fast and and as strongly as we possibly could. Um, uh, So we did a whole range or a long list of, of, of activities to try and help tourism.
1: One support that the government launched in November of last year, the CRSS, the COVID Restriction Support Scheme, there was a lot of disappointment within the tourism sector at the time because most of those businesses didn't qualify
0: for that particular grant. There's been an awful lot of tourism businesses that have benefited, are benefiting from that. Uh, anyone with a premises that has a fixed premises that hasn't been able to to take in visitors. So hotels, pubs, restaurants, they all qualify for the CRSS and it's been really important for, for, for them. Uh, but as you say, there are a range of tourism businesses that don't have a fixed premises like that, that haven't benefited from the CRSS. And they would include, you know, activities like, um, uh, you know, some, some activity providers, some not-for-profit visitor attractions, uh, because of the way it was set up, the not-for-profits, weren't able to, 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 um, to benefit from it. Um, some of those people who had fixed assets that, that, that weren't, tied to one place so boat tour operators cruise uh, boat cruise hires on the Shannon um uh, and, uh, and and some caravan and camping were some of the some of the elements that were left out of of the CRSS um uh, scheme uh, and and that has been obviously a frustration for those but importantly in addition to the CRSS scheme the government in last budget our own minister minister martin secured for us a 55 million business continuity scheme that uh, back on the 1st of february we um, we announced to to industry and then on uh, on the 9th of february just a few days ago we ran a webinar on that and that scheme is now open it opened on, on the 11th of february and that's enabling uh, some of those businesses uh, to apply For funding, we've developed a scheme that is designed to work complementary with the CRSS out of that €55 million and businesses are now engaging with us and and applying for that scheme. And we've designed it to be as similar as possible to the kind of support that they would get under CRSS.
1: Well, Paul, that's very welcome news for the tourism sector here across County Wexford. But are there any eligibility criteria that applicants must
0: satisfy before applying for this new scheme? The key ones are that that their their turnover is down uh, by seventy five percent across the, the 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 period we're looking at, which is October of last year till January of this year, versus what their average turnover was in, in twenty nineteen. Uh, they also have to demonstrate that they've got fixed costs that are covering. I mean, the, the, the purpose of this funding is to help businesses to cover fixed costs, so they'll they need to be able to demonstrate that that that, that they have fixed costs. Um, they're probably the two kind of key criteria that um, uh, that businesses will, will will have to will have to apply. They're also, obviously, they, they they won't have been able to benefit from some other schemes. So either the CRSs scheme, if they're already in that scheme, they don't come into this scheme because this is designed for businesses that don't get that. We also had two schemes that we launched late last year: one for coached business uh, tourism, coach tour operators, and another one for uh, inbound tourism agencies. So those agents that bring Visitors into the country, they won't they won't uh, be eligible for this scheme because they had a separate scheme that we put in place at the back end of last year. So, Paul, talk us
1: through the application process.
0: Basically, it's it's all up on forgeireland.ie. So, you know, we've made the application process as as simple as possible. It will only take an hour or two for a business to apply, um, provided they have the information and it's and it's up on forgeireland.ie. What information they need to have before they sit down and do the application. Once that application is in with us, we will we will review it, and we've committed to going through the review, evaluation, approval, and payment process within three within three to four weeks.
1: And how is the grant value
0: calculated, Paul? The grant value is calculated uh, similar to, to the CRSS. What what we've done uh, is we basically we we've looked at businesses will tell us what their turnover was. For um, uh, for 2019, uh, we are then taking 10 uh, percent of that 2019 turnover uh, as uh, as as being what we're and then we're then we're taking nine twelfths of that, which is three quarters, but it's nine twelfths, nine months. And the reason why it's nine twelfths is because we're 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 calculating the assumption that the CRSs began in the beginning of octo began in October last year, and we're assuming that it will it will run on June of this year. So that's nine months. So we're doing nine twelfths of ten percent of businesses turnover in twenty nineteen.
1: And Paul, of course, you'll be aware that the Employment Wage Support Scheme is due to expire on the 31st of March, but many tourism businesses are expected to be closed until somewhere around June. On that basis, there is an expectation that the EWSS scheme is going to be extended until at least June. Can you
0: shine any light on that today here for us? Well, uh, you know, obviously that, that, that that's 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 a matter for wider government, and you know, it need to be taken in consideration with all of the all of the other demands. But but I was quite reassured uh, at our uh, virtual industry conference, and I know there was lots of businesses and people from Export who logged into that at our virtual industry conference. Our, our Minister Catherine Martin uh, did communicate to everyone that there would be no cliff edge uh, in terms of government support. So I think a lot of the industry. Uh, we're quite reassured by, uh, by 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 that statement and uh, look we 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 wait to hear um, exactly what will happen um, on the, on that
1: and paula ceo of falcha ireland you have a unique insight into the irish tourism sector so if you were the ceo of a local tourism business here in county Wexford what would you be spending your time at right now
0: maintenance of cash is the most important thing uh, in, in 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 a business now particularly when you don't, when we don't know how long it'll go on for, or how, uh, or how much, um, how how when it does come back, how fast it will come back, and how much cash will come in. Forecasting future revenue is, is nigh on impossible. The one thing that's constant about COVID is that uh, is that it just continues to, to, to make a mockery of, of, of plans and timeline planning and stuff like that. So, you know, maintenance of cash is is, is absolutely first priority.
1: It's good advice. Now we hope that the start of the recovery is not too far away. But what advice do you have for tourism businesses in terms of how they can go about maximising the opportunities that the recovery might bring?
0: I think you know uh, that that as as we said, I mean, this year I think is going to be primarily about domestic tourism, and and therefore you know any businesses that have uh, that, that have been um, you know. Predominantly, you know, international tourism based, need to think about how they pivot their business and their product and their offering and their pricing to the domestic market, uh, because they they do have different needs in terms of from from international visitors. There might be more families as opposed to uh, as opposed to couples or, or or adult groups traveling and things. So, so businesses need to think about: Have I got my offering spot on for the domestic market? You know the kind of, uh, you know the, the the kind of service, the kind of stories that that the domestic market want to hear versus overseas visitors are different. So pivoting to that domestic market is really important. We could be in a scenario where the summer, you know, where outdoor dining is 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 required, uh and and and, and even if it's not required, I think it's something that people will be looking for more. So. So I think you know getting the outdoor offering as good as it can be I think is is is, is really important for businesses, um, uh, and uh, and then I suppose the other one is, is another thing for business to folks on is the digital area, and um, when um, when companies like Google uh, etc look at look at, at all of the metrics as to what's happened online the the, the digital revolution that's happened in the last eight months has been more than what's happened in the previous eight years. When you look at all these metrics about how long people spend online, the, the revenue in online shopping, all, all of those different metrics. So having your business online, having the right website, having the right social media presence uh, is, is essential for business. And that's another area where we, we in Fort Ireland are launching, have launched uh, um, at our industry there, day there a week and a half ago. Um, uh, we, we've announced that we're going to be doing a digital transformation project to, to help industry to uh, to transform their digital presence, uh, and we, we'll be working with, with industry. We have a we have a, a, a local tourism recovery task force in Wexford uh, that's jointly chaired by um, uh, by ourselves and by Wexford Local Authority, uh, and we work also very closely with the, with, with the Visit Wexford group chaired by Colin Neville, um, and. You know, through, through those groups, we'll be working on how to help businesses to both enhance their outdoor offering and uh, and also, um, and also uh, get, get, their digital, uh, get their digital presence as good as it can be.
1: And Paul, Faultier Ireland has been very successful at promoting domestic tourism, but what has worked well in that regard from a digital perspective and what tips do you have for tourism businesses who want to attract more domestic tourists once the pandemic has ended?
0: Yeah, I think I think it is just being. I think it's it, it's being as active as possible in terms of what what we're what we're doing this year is um, our, our our plan for this year is we're we're uh, relaunching our Keep Discovering uh, um, creative. I'm not sure if people remember that we we had launched uh, we launched Keep Discovering just a month before uh, before the pandemic struck, uh, and uh, and then unfortunately we had to pull all of our marketing. Uh, but, but we've done, we've researched it again now, and it's exactly the right message to promote home holidays this year is this mm-hmm. idea of keep discovering. People have discovered that, they, you know, that even in their own five-kilometer area, there's, there's loads of, of, of things they hadn't, weren't aware of before in terms of nice walks and, and things to see and stuff, so, uh, and things they can appreciate, so nature, etc. So I think people have, have really got into that discovery mode and this idea of now being able to extend that discovery into the, the known treasures and the hidden gems all around Ireland. And, and there's so many of those in Wexford, um, uh, you know, in terms of uh, so many wonderful walks to do, beaches to see, forests to see, you know, uh, um, visitor attractions to, to to visit, et cetera. So there's there's so much of that Um that, uh you know in terms of that that idea of getting out and keep discovering that that's the that's the, the 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 big message and we have some wonderful creative we have a fantastic new uh sixty second bit of video content on keep discovering wexford um that uh, that we'll be using through our channels in addition to our promotion of, of both ireland and ireland's h east um but uh, but I think we, we we've we've a wonderful piece of content there that we've, we're working out for Wexford, and I think for businesses to link in with that and to use that, and we'll be making that available for a, for all of local businesses. They can use it, and they can use it in their own marketing to attract people into the area. The other big thing is to work together. It's some we've seen this time and time again. The the um the the the, the counties and the towns that do really well. Are where the tourism businesses pull together and work together, and they don't—they don't see themselves in competition with each other, but they see themselves as a destination in competition with other destinations. Uh, so, you know, that's the one thing I'd, I'd always say. You know, when I visit tourism businesses in the town, I'd say, "Look, you, you look at you look at places that are really successful—the Killarneys, the, the Westports—they they work really well together with a view of you know promoting their town." and their county uh so you know in terms, i'd say that that's that's a really important thing
1: and finally paul looking ahead to the second half of 2021 what are your hopes for the irish tourism sector
0: health has got to come first uh so you know i i you know i i, I hope that i hope that that you know in terms of that the, the case numbers and the deaths are all kept to uh to to a minimum because that's that's the most important thing, uh, you know, for 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 everyone. But it's also the most important thing for business. Uh, we hope the vaccination rollout can proceed uh, as fast as possible, because uh, I think that's going to be the trick to 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 open up tourism. Uh, you know, I mean, look, it is it is unfortunate that you know that the, the the things that spread this virus are people socializing and people traveling, and and they're the two things that tourism are about: is people socializing and people traveling. So you know we've 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 got to get you know for tourism to flourish we've just got to get the virus out of out of out of the population and 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 that's about suppression and vaccination so look i hope that's what happens I, I in terms of uh you know we are hopeful that we'll have you know a, a, we'll be able to have a good domestic season this year uh, it's just too early to say about when it might be safe to return for international travel um uh, it's, uh, it's it's it is too early. It is too early to say that. Uh, you know, I hope uh, one one of the worries, I suppose, is that you know, in terms of we have a scenario where we have people going abroad, but not people coming here. You know, um, uh, so you know, hope I'm, I'm hopeful that, that people will stay at home, will follow the advice and holiday at home this year. Uh, we have a wonderful country with so many uh, so many wonderful places to to, to go and see and. I hope lots of people from outside Wexford come and visit Wexford, and I hope lots of people from Wexford go and visit other parts of the country because that's what will create jobs and employment, and uh, and, uh, and and um, and and as well as getting out and enjoying the local area. Please, you know, see see what see what's down the road from you that's the most important thing this year.
1: Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Paul Kelly, the CEO of Falcha Ireland, and I would certainly encourage all of our local tourism businesses to avail of the supports mentioned by Paul to help them to navigate this turbulent climate and to prepare their businesses for the recovery phase.
0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.